Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 266 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today and uh, today as usual on a Monday we'll pause from our Come Follow Me studies and we'll have a look at some uh, comments from Facebook or from email about the podcast and what we studied uh, and we'll also uh, share something uh, separate from the Come Follow Me study um, that I've studied and as always, like I say, if you'd like to share something you studied, either along with the Come Follow Me or something separately, please do share it uh, on, the, on the Facebook group or by email, and I'll be sharing that in a future episodes as well. So let's dive straight into the Facebook group. And uh, again, I had to miss a few weeks this week of posting um, questions and, and thoughts and uh, prompts uh, for people to answer on there. Uh, it's a very busy week in, in, in many ways. Uh, but uh, someone has replied uh, to one of the posts in Doctrine and Covenants 104, we were looking at the dissolving of the United Order or the United Firm, and the Lord taught a lot about stewardship and about how uh, earthly things are given to us as a stewardship, not our own possessions by the Lord. Um, and Natalie Todd Bolton uh, shares this. One thing that I heard clearly from these scriptures was the idea that our stewardships here will be added upon if we prove faithful in executing our responsibilities in this life. God has more that he is reserving for each of us and will give to us when we are ready. And this is the beginning of the stewardship which I've appointed unto him. And that's a really good point there by Natalie. And I think that um, this idea that, but what I like uh, especially about it is like she said, it's this idea that this is the beginning of our stewardship. And similar to parables like the parable of the talents, you know, when we're given a stewardship of five or of two or of one talent, Whatever those talents we have, because, of course, the outcome or the um, product of what we produce in this life will not be the same as others. Even if we work as hard as, an in, as, as another person, their successes will look different to our successes. And I think that's one of the uh, examples of what the parable of the talents is talking about, how the individual who had doubled the talents to ten and the individual who had doubled the talents to four both received the, the same blessing, even though one had produced four and one had produced ten. They had both worked diligently with the stewardship they were they were allotted and they were given great blessings uh, and further stewardships because, of course, they were given and kept the stewardships they had gained and some had gained more as well. So uh, that is a great comment and a great point there. Uh, and that was really it uh, from the Facebook group, but I was pleased to be able to share that. Uh, the thing I want to share this week uh, is brilliant. It, it's a, a talk, a BYU devotional given uh, just this week, really, uh, by Elder Dale G. Renland. Uh, and when I listened to it, and by the way, if you haven't uh, subscribed to the BYU podcast, I really strongly recommend it because you get pretty much on a weekly basis, basically whenever a BYU address is given, and very often they're given by general authorities or, or the 12, I should say, or in particular, um, and also some other world world leaders in education and things like that, um, then I really recommend subscribing to that podcast. Um, his talk uh, is called, is entitled Lifelong Conversion. Uh, and the, the kind of, usually when a general conference, which is coming up, which is also very exciting. Uh, but in other places, you kind of have like the first thing in the article is a quote from this talk you're about to read. And I have to say this quote that is given at the top is what I remembered the most from it as well. But it kind of hooked me in to listen more about the, the conversion process he speaks about. 
He says, quote, enduring to the end is not a separate step in the doctrine of Christ, as though we could complete the first four steps and then hunker down, grit our teeth and wait to die. No, enduring to the end is actively and intentionally repeating the steps of the doctrine of Christ, close quotes. I seem to remember, even as a missionary, um, thinking that, you know, well, knowing that with the gospel of Christ, which we would always teach as kind of a third or fourth lesson along the steps of teaching an, uh, an, an investigator, that, you know, you have your faith, repentance, baptism, and the gift of the Holy Ghost, and then enduring to the end, which is teaching them the principle of, oh, and then you try and live the best you can for the rest of your life. That's That's kind of it. But that's not what during to the end is about. It's about intentionally and purposefully and with great reverence, repeating those four steps throughout and throughout your life. Now, of course, we can't be baptized repeatedly throughout our lives, but that is where the sacrament comes in. Uh, and Elder Dale G. Renlund just spoke beautifully about this. Uh, and I, I'm really not going to be able to... Um, give give this justice uh, by just talking about um, what he has said. So I'm going to share some of the more kind of salient quotes, the, the bits that I like the best from this and just hope that, you know, it, it gets some of the message across. But really my main thing will be for you to go away and all you have to do is Google Dale G. Renland BYU devotional and it's the first thing that comes up or Dale G. Renland lifelong conversion and it will come up. But basically, uh, one of the things he says is, quote, we endured to the end by repeatedly and iteratively relying wholly upon the doctrine and merits of Christ. Repeatedly means we cycle through the elements of the doctrine of Christ. Iteratively means we change and improve with each cycle. Even though we cycle repeatedly, we are not spinning in circles like on a merry-go-round without upward motion. If that were the case, the experience would be dizzying and unproductive. Instead, as we cycle through the elements of the doctrine of Christ, we arrive at a higher plane each time. And this ascent provides new vistas and perspectives and brings us closer to the Saviour. And we eventually return to the presence of our Heavenly Father as an heir to all that he has. The best way to picture this process is to imagine a long road ascending a mountain peak. If you view this road from a high altitude, you'll see a flat spiral. However, if you view the road from the side, you'll see an ascending spiral. If you start at the bottom, you will trace a circle around the mountain. As you continue, you spiral upward so that the course you travel becomes helical. Mathematically, it might be called an irregular conical uh, helix, close quote. When he described this, I just thought that this was excellent, that this imagery of going around the, the principles of the gospel, but each time landing or beginning at a higher plane, uh, becoming closer and closer each time. And that ascent, you know, it doesn't have to be very steep. It doesn't have to be like a huge health skelter that you sometimes see at fairgrounds that are quite steep to, to let the person have the, the biggest thrill going down them. But it can be a very gradual uh, process up this mountain. But as long as we are making our way up this mountain and each step we are taking takes us a little bit better than it was before, we are making progress. Of course, the choices we make in our lives, the things that we do in our lives can mean we can maybe slip back down the mountain or perhaps um, we are just not making as effective progress along that path as we could be. And we can find ways to do that to help us. And those things are studying our scriptures, building our connection greater with our saviour through prayer, attending our, our meetings, but doing so in a spirit of reverence and worship um, and other things that can help us along that way. Keeping the commandments and, and, and seeking righteousness will surely propel us along this path as well. Um, 
He then talks about this enduring to the end not being a separate step, uh, which is, of course, very, very important. Um, and then uh, he speaks about the sacrament and how the sacrament is an ordinance needed every week of our lives, for the rest of our lives after baptism. And that indicates the importance of it. Um, I'm just going to share, the, and again, we've really nearly reached the end of this episode, but um, the sacraments, I'm going to share a bit that he says about that as well, because I thought that was really impressive as well. He said, quote, when we verbally partake of the sacraments, we qualify for the cleansing power of Jesus Christ. But a word of caution, we cannot willfully sin on Sunday night and expect to be miraculously given by taking a piece of bread or drinking a little water on Sunday. Pre-planned repentance is offensive to God. The sacrament does not replace baptism, but it provides the link between initial steps in the doctrine of Christ, faith and repentance, and the later step of receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. In the cycle, it serves a similar function as does baptism. This allows for the elements in the doctrine of Christ to be experienced iteratively in our lives. The sacrament unlocks the power of God for you and me. However, we frequently miss, miss out on this power. Before sacrament meeting, we may scurry about, text on our phones, or otherwise be preoccupied. We may enter the meeting late or, or worry how about someone reading is, how someone is reacting to the sacrament service. With these distractions, the blessing of the sacrament is diminished for us. Close quote. Now, I don't have the time to read more anymore, and it's a shame because it goes on further and is brilliant. So I hope that's a little taster for you to go and, fi and find out this and read this talk. But that's definitely something which I'll be... Um, sharing and uh, contemplating on as well um so thank you very much for joining today hope you've enjoyed the study please continue to follow the podcast uh, on the facebook group church of jesus christ study session with come follow me and you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com as well um to share your thoughts and study thank you very much for your time and until we meet again